Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. Hey everyone, it's Kelsey. And Jeff, and we are here to tell you a bit about our partner Anchor. We know that you're a fan of this podcast and maybe you thought, hey, I want to make a podcast too. Well, we have great news for you guys. We want to tell you all about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast for a few reasons, but to start out, it's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Plus, you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Do it, you guys, and enjoy the show. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Better Together. When you know better, you get better. And that is what we try to do every single day here. You ready for this, guys? It is Wednesday, December 16th, 2020. Yikes. That's crazy. I'm going to tell you guys, I still forgot what year it was a couple more times since the last time I forgot what year it was. (laughs) I had to ask the home health nurse the other day. I go, wait, what year is it when I was signing the papers? You also asked me (laughs) yesterday. You're like, 2020, right? Oh, my Lord. All right. Our quote of the day. There are five main concepts under which all lessons fall. Getting over fear, releasing doubt, giving and receiving love, expressing gratitude, and trusting in God and the universe. And that is from our guest today, Marianne DeMarco. She's a best-selling author and psychic medium 
who's going to help us hone our intuition, our very own intuition, and embrace our inner knowing, which is very important in life. Um, It's very important in uh, caregiving as well to uh, listen to your intuition. Um, And and I have been, and I have a funny story to share with you guys. I was kind of like questioning whether I share this this morning. Um, my mom has been amazing in this journey and allowing me to be forthright with things. And so, um, I think she would have been fine with this. I know she would because I know her well, but, um, yeah, I got a funny story for you guys. First of Here all, we go. can you We're lower excited. my, my volume a little sure. bit in my ear? Cause I'm like, Kind Absolutely. of s- too I, loud for myself. Yeah. I got a note yesterday that you were too quiet. So that's why I raised. Oh, I wow. know. But- yeah, that's because I've had no energy. It's <laughs> 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 because I'm like barely here. My hair is frizzed. My, I'm like hot mess. I'm like slowly getting it together. Like today, I like made it more to the makeup counter than normal. And then like yeah, the hair just kind of was. Thank you. I had to throw a little something Yeah, Do you mean today. to say something's been going on in your life? Or yeah. I just, I don't know. Guys, guys, <laughs> it was crazy. Like yesterday. So because the house was getting done so last minute for my mom, we never got blinds in. And so I asked my dad, I said, dad, well, you know, you, you can go in the room. Can you put the blinds on? And for some reason he hadn't gotten to it. By the time he got to it, his sugar was so low and I didn't know. And, you know, he was getting it on there. He got it up and then he looked at me and he's like, I, 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 I'm so tired. I don't feel good. I can't. And he's like, like falling over and I'm like having to like grab him and walk him carefully up the stairs to his room. His sugar was 64. Now my dad can operate at 64. My dad can operate at 40, unfortunately, because his sugars have always run very low. But I was like panicked, right? Because you know, with the virus and stuff, like, is he regressing? But he's actually fine, thank God. It was like a minor moment. But we had, um, we've had a an issue that's been very painful for my mom. And I'll tell you the story. So, um, you know, and Jeff, you were saying that after surgery and um, all kinds of things, like, you can get hemorrhoids, right? Like, let's be oh, real. Yeah. Um, I've gotten them. And it was actually after them. surgery. Yeah. Anybody else? I've, had them. I've okay. gotten them. So team better together. Yeah. <laughs> We're yeah. the hemorrhoid team. <laughs> Absolutely. And like you no said, one likes to talk painful. about this stuff, but it's true. Like this stuff happens and they are excruciatingly painful. A hundred percent. I didn't realize it was like a thing after surgery. Yeah. I think um, it's partly two things. And I was just looking this up. Dehydration can cause hemorrhoids because dehydration leads to constipation. Mm. And then, um, also, it's a lack of fiber. You're not really eating while you're having surgery. So yeah. your GI is just all messed up, you know? Yep. So it's not like it's anyone's fault or anything to be ashamed of. Mm-hmm. But they hurt like hell. Oh, yeah. So mom's been hurting badly. And I know enough that I can't give her pain medication because that's going to further constipate her. So I'm making her smoothies with flaxseed and chias and prune juices with Miralax and like the whole thing and whatever. Concoctions. Yes. All these concoctions. Mm. And and I just like my heart breaks because she's in a lot of pain. Okay, fine. And I keep asking every nurse, every home health person, everyone around me, does anyone know if there's like a prescription grade 
medication for this. And everyone just kind of looks at me and they're like, preparation H. And I'm like, well, we're using that. And it is providing some relief. Yes. Um, but like, this is like, this is like a major problem. And this is somebody who does not complain about pain ever. So if she's in pain, it's really bad. Okay. So finally, um, I got word from my doctor, actually, I had texted him and uh, he got back to me at like 8.55 and was like, oh yeah, I have a prescription. I'm going to send it in. But the pharmacies close at nine because of the new lockdown order. So Kelsey was amazing. She's like, I think I can make it. I'm like, no, you're not going to make it. Don't worry. <laughs> like, I don't need you running any more ragged than you already have. So here's the fun part. So Kevin and I sat on our couch together last night and we watched a little 90 day fiance just a little bit because it was late and we were tired but we wanted to kind of feel like we were back to life again so he was telling me how bad his hand hurts so when he does as much physical labor as he has the last six months his hand just kind of turns to junk he's got like a carpal tunnel situation and whatever so i said let me massage it with some cbd cream so I massage his hand with CBD cream. I massage his back and his shoulders and the whole thing. And then I notice as I'm leaving the room that he's like sleeping in. I said, oh, I think Winnie peed. So he's like, oh, let me clean it up. He bends over. And anytime, anytime anybody really bends over around me, I'm going to mess with them. But definitely, Kevin, I'm always going to poke him in the butt. So I said, do you want some CBD cream here in your butt? And I poked him. And it was like the movies. It was like, oh, I go, oh. Oh my God, CBD cream for her butt. Yeah. Oh my so, God, I didn't even make the. Oh my God. I ran to my phone <laughs> and I Googled hemorrhoids and CBD cream. And apparently it's like amazing for it because it takes down inflammation and it, mm-hmm. it'll numb the area a little bit or whatever. It worked. That's amazing. No way. It worked because I asked the caregiver, I said, was she. In less pain, she goes, oh, yeah, way less pain when I was applying it. Okay. And then this morning when I went to give her her breakfast, I said, Mom, you know, did it feel a little better last night? And she said, yes. I so, so uh, it worked. When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're going to love it. And she said yes. And I was like, oh, thank God. So because this is our mission on this show, I had to share the story because if you are suffering use a little CBD oil. I chose the oil. And by the way, little shout out to Altwell. Um, did you know about that was Karina Dawn's, um, okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. I couldn't remember how it got here because it got here while we were gone in Connecticut. But when the, the light bulb went off in my head, 
um, I realized that I had gotten that cream from a gift box in my room. And so I ran up to the room and I said, okay, cream, I'll use it, but I think an oil would be better. And so I ran up to my room and lo and behold, there was a tincture in there and that's what we use. So Karina, thank you. Their you, oil's incredible. You inadvertently saved my mom last night <laughs> oh. and I'm super grateful. And it just reminds me of, you know, what I've always known in this kind of healing journey with the brain tumors and stuff is the magical powers of CBD and marijuana. I mean, they really are absolutely magical. Um, and, you know, in this moment, I forgot. And I'm grateful that Kevin bent over. <laughs> I'm grateful when he peed so that he had to bend over to clean it. And I, I gave him his little poke, but I was so happy last night because I was like, and I actually slept. And by the way, there were these little gummies in there. And because we have such great care in place now. Um, and I had such a great conversation with Kirby, my mom's um, caretaker last night. And, you know, she's taking care of her mom. She's taking care of her grandmother. She's um, such a warm and loving, like she's the person that you would want to take care of your family member because she takes care of them like it's their own, like it's her own. Um, and so we have this great conversation last night and I told her the story and she was dying laughing. Um but uh, I forget what I was going to say now. I lost my train. Oh, but I said, I go, I think I'm going to sleep tonight. <laughs> so I took a little nibble out of a, a gummy. And guys, I slept. And I accidentally, and this is the universe working for me, I think, my phone was on silent for the first night. Oh, Normally I have it on good, so that I get the, the, you know, the, the updates every two hours and stuff. Um, so I actually slept probably from like midnight to six. With just Great. a few turns here and there, you know, because I'm a, I'm a turner. So it was really exciting. Um, and Well, I want to say thanks for sharing that story, Maria, because two things. One, we shouldn't be ashamed to talk about medicine, medical things, right? So, like, you had the instinct, which I respect, to be like, should I protect my mom from mentioning hemorrhoids? But who cares? Hemorrhoids happen. They happen yeah. to everyone. And so, like, I, it's important to normalize this stuff because we probably have listeners who are dealing with it right now. Totally. I have a friend who just got surgery who's been dealing with it. And now I'm going to recommend CBD to that friend. And only because we bring this stuff up on the show, yeah. do I think of that stuff. So like I'm leading with that nugget and I'm going to call him after the show. And yeah. I just want to say thanks for sharing that. I think it's important. And it's what I love about this show. Thanks. I agree. And I also want to add to Maria. I think that you mentioning the brand too is very helpful mm -hmm. because there's so many brands out there, right? Mm -hmm. So many brands. So yeah, shout out to Karina and Altwell, mm -hmm. but their stuff is great. I've been using their tincture and, Oh my God, if you want to sleep, whoo, yeah. that boy makes me sleep. But it's true. It's like, if you, if you see that it actually works and you're telling other, I mean, it's yeah. just, it's massive. Yeah. Well, these are like massive problems that you need. You need more ideas on because it's funny, like the medical system, they're kind of just, you know, their, their view is a lot different. Right. And so they're, they're working with pharmaceuticals and that kind of thing. And you know, we're opening up our minds to more possibilities. Um, but yeah, I think, um, I think we're on the right track. You know, one of the other things that I've been learning along in the journey is, <clears throat> you know, it's the same thing as what we always say, like, you have to be in charge. You can't just lay your problem at the doorstep of somebody, right? And uh, with anything, 
right? You have to manage everyone that's working around you, whether it's a lawyer putting an estate plan together for you, you have to manage them so that they give you what you need specifically, not what they think you need, or your doctor or your caregiver or whatever. And so one of the things that I've really learned is not to be afraid to ask for what you really need. Jesus. I think the wind just smashed my door. Or God is telling me, don't ask me for what I need. That was really scary. (laughs) Wow. That really scared me. Okay. What is our intuition saying now? Should we ask Marianne? Don't ask for what I need. (laughs) That was scary. (laughs) Bitch, shut up. (laughs) Um, And so, uh, but also like, listen to your gut, right? So if something doesn't feel right, it's probably not right. So, you know, Kelsey, you got to go out and shut that door because I think it didn't close properly. And I think that there's some wind situation going on unless there's a boogeyman over there and he wants to come eat me right now. Um, But you have. Oh, guys, this is aggressive. Whatever's going on out there is aggressive. Kelsey just walked out scared. She just like slowly opened the door. (laughs) Live TV, baby. We'll see what happens. Um, okay, back to my point. <laughs> Was the door just not closed? Hold on, hold on. She's getting the button. Getting my headphones on and the button, yeah. No, the door is closed. I'm thinking it might be on the other side. No, because it's smashing up against this door. Then it's a boogeyman, because the door is closed and nothing's there. <laughs> Besides my cute little car. This is perfect guess for this perfect moment. Right. Yes. I mean, right. guys. So back to my point, it's listening to your gut. You know, if you think something isn't being handled properly, listen to your gut. And um, and if you, you know, if you, if there's always another way, right? Like I had been pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing to find another way for this situation with my mom, and then it was the CBD cream that popped into my head, right? But you have to keep your mind in possibility. We talk about that, you know at AfterBuzz and with Kevin all the time. Mine's impossibility. Um, and so, um, you know, one of the things that I'm now figuring out is you also have to figure out how the care changes for somebody. Like, so my mom got sent home with like a blood thinner and I'm like, well, how long does she need to be on the blood thinner? They didn't say. Do you just keep giving it to her for the rest of her life? Like, nice. when you, That's convenient. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. okay, the prescription would run out. Maybe that's when, but she doesn't maybe need to be on it anymore. Right. Right. So I'm having a call with a physician tonight. And so we'll figure all that stuff out. So like I keep a list of questions, um, you know, and how it's like, okay, so she's being turned every two hours. How is this human going to sleep? When is she ever going to sleep? And so, you know, we have to figure out a system where she can sleep through the night. So there's this, um, there's this thing called pure wick, that I'm looking into that they were using in the hospital and it's not a catheter. It's like a suction cup. So it's not invasive, but that would help with, um, you know, that situation. And so I'm trying to kind of problem solve, like how do we get her out of phase one to like phase two? And then we'll get back to phase three, which is like her normal before all of this. Mm -hmm. Um, but, you know, it, it requires so much attention, so much focus, so much detail to kind of get from, like, you know, each stage, like the, you know, kind of crisis moments. Like, now I feel like we can breathe a little bit, like a smidge. Good. You deserve it. <laughs> and um, now it's like, okay, we got to figure out the next steps. But um, 
it's, it's a, it's a wild journey and I'm learning so much along the way. Um, I have to say too, because (laughs) it's funny talking about your parents, right? And this is your dad. So Costa is now out of jail, AKA, (laughs) AKA out of his room. And you know what he does yesterday, Jeff? He makes a whole thing of soup. He makes vegetables. I'm just like, oh my God. Maria left for five seconds and he was outside. He took one of the workers' hammers and he goes out, gets on the ladder, starts hammering. And I'm like, um, Maria, your dad's working outside if you're unaware. I'm like, he's just on a whole nother level. I, I was can't like, wait. get inside now. <laughs> That's like, so Costa, it's like oh, having no. to yell so at your Costa. parents is hilarious. I'm like, get inside. And then Kevin's yelling at him, Costa, you're supposed to rest. You're not touching a hammer. Blah, He's blah, blah. cooking, working on the house. I mean, he can cook. That's fine because that's like easy and simple. But he can't like overexert himself because who knows what will happen? What if he'll regress again? He but, cracks me up. But, but he's he- doing well. He is. He's hilarious. Um, but that's the other thing, right? So they tell you that their window. And by the way, heel squad. Help me. Help me understand this. Um, they tell you the window for their infectiousness is over on the 14th, right? So now it's the 16th. Well, like yesterday, like I'm still nervous. So I told my dad, you can come out of jail, but you need to wear gloves and a mask. Like you just have to still be safe because I don't know who to trust right now. Even though the doctor said that, like how much do we all really know about this, Right. And so when I go into my mom's room now, I don't feel like I have to wear the hazmat suit, but I have my mask and gloves on, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm still carrying over some precautions, and I was thinking at least to the end of this week, but could someone tell me? I think she was admitted to the hospital on the 25th, but they were sick. Both of them were sick on the 24th. So we just need somebody to help us figure this out. I have a feeling it's going to be Stephanie. Yeah, I'm going to get a text from Stephanie. By the way, yeah. Stephanie, I freaking love my mask. It's adorable. It is adorable. Like, I've gotten so many masks sent to me since the, the virus started from, like, fashion houses and stuff, and I won't wear any of them. This one is actually breathable. And, of course, it's my favorite. Well, and I feel like, Maria, we looked really official. If you guys missed our picture yesterday, it was really cute on the Better Together stories. But we looked so official. And we were like, okay, we need to get our merch going because... I know. Our merch is coming, guys, because Kelsey's worked so hard on this logo and it's finally done. Right? I think, Yeah. I mean, I think I was thinking this morning when I was driving, I was like, is this going to be a New Year gift for them? To unveil this new logo. Mm-hmm. I new don't know. logo. New, new logo. New us. New, us. <laughs> new year, new us. New year, new us. Well, I'm going to share something new with you guys that I have never had. I've never, ever, ever had a nitro cold brew. Have you guys had one? I have. I have now. I was sipping it before our segment, Maria. Well, guys, it's time for our Duncan to get... <laughs> our Duncan better together pairing. Wait, okay? Wait, wait, wait. Because Duncan coffee and duncan eats are better together that's right (laughs) absolutely okay so first of all never had a nitro cold all right friends let's talk about something we all do snack trust me i've definitely overindulged in the past but as you know i am focused 
on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. True. Ever. I've been terrified of what that could do to me. Like, I'm going to go to the moon. You know, you hear it like nitro and you're like, whoa. Um, (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) And so I'm already whoa enough. (laughs) And just with like my, my like um, regular, you know, black drip coffee, like I'll get a little whatever. But um, I was afraid of what the taste would be like too. I thought it would be too aggressive. This is so smooth. And it's got like a nice kind of creamy texture. Did a little splash of almond milk in there for you. It's really amazing. It's really yummy. I'm Mild, shocked. Mild but powerful. I totally agree, Maria. It's Mild going real but easy. powerful. <laughs> Just like me, right? What a sharp observation. <laughs> Just, Just oh, thank like you, Maria. Um, <laughs> love yeah, this it. is delicious. This is great. And, um, you know, it's we were talking yesterday um, about like how we need power to get through our day. And with this nitro cold brew, you'll get what you need without feeling like you're being drowned in coffee. Ooh. So I, and oh, go ahead, Maria. No, go ahead. I'm just, I'm kind of really excited about it because I remember when the nitro thing started, I was at E and I remember my like crew guys all were drinking it. And I was like, I, that sounds like maybe too aggressive for me. And we'll see how, if you guys see me flying like up to like my flagpole or something today, like, you know, but by the way, that could be great. That could be good. I've always wanted to go to the moon. Here we go. Um, Duncan will take you there. I have to add though, because this is exciting for all of you who, for me, coffee's like too acidic. So it kind of hurts my tongue, right? But cold brew, fun fact, because they steep it overnight, it actually is less acidic than normal coffee. No way. Yeah. So I would get cold brew over just a nice coffee. So, fun fact for all you out there. Fascinating. Mm -hmm. So, it says here that nitro cold brew is cold brew coffee infused with nitrogen uh, for that bold and creamy texture. Interesting. So, it's the nitrogen that's making this so good. Mm. I guess. I've already transitioned to this. Jeff is stuffing his face. (laughs) Well, I'm excited. Also, so the the, um, power breakfast sandwich is my favorite thing to get there. Sometimes I'll get the egg wrap if I'm not as hungry. Because it's just like a little easy thing you pop in your mouth and you feel like, okay, I can, you know, have my coffee. Because I can't eat coffee, have coffee on an empty stomach. I have to eat something. Um, but this power breakfast, it's a veggie egg white omelet. It's made with spinach and onions and greens and red peppers um, and extra virgin olive oil. There's a turkey sausage patty in there. That's pretty mm-hmm. yummy. And the sandwich is a multi-grain, thin-made, whole wheat, chia, and flaxseed, and quinoa deliciousness. Um, and I've told you guys before, I love, like, the seeds, the taste of the seeds. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, you kind of get this gourmet breakfast, and it has 25 grams of proteins and the fiber you need, of course, to keep going throughout your day. So I'm excited. I got in here a little late, so I didn't get to eat this yet. 
but um, I get, I'll get i get to it after. And we got one for my dad because I'm trying to gain weight on my dad right now. Mm-hmm. Um, he lost a good amount of weight. And so I'm like trying to pack him up with protein and stuff so that he can... Loading mm-hmm. him up with yeah. all the good fats. Yeah, and Kelsey screwed him over yesterday. She didn't bring him his coffee. He was very <laughs> upset. He goes, he goes, no coffee today. And so, by the way, like, he was he, happy this morning when I gave it to him. Yeah, he's the <laughs> easiest man to please. All he wants is his Dunkin' coffee. He goes, "Is that for me?" I was like, yeah. "Of course it is." <laughs> I texted Kelsey this morning. I go. Please don't forget my dad today. <laughs> oh. Okay. You guys, I didn't forget him yesterday. I, I just didn't go to Duncan. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, that's why I, we always just joke in this house if so, something didn't get done or whatever. You screwed us. You screwed us. You totally just screwed <laughs> us. And so I looked at Kelsey when my dad said no coffee. I go, she screwed you. <laughs> Very millennial of you, Maria. Yeah. But um, but I want to say, uh, and again, another thank you to our Heal Squad. We've really like been building such an amazing and beautiful family here. Um, a shout out to Leah from our hometown of Medford. She literally emailed us. And like, I swear I get like so teary eyed over all of you guys. But she was like, I know that, you know, we're getting a blizzard. And if Kevin's mom needs any groceries or whatever, like I'm, I'm happy to help and just Again, just the gesture from all of you, um, your kindness, the prayers, the prayer circles, the um, the flowers, like whatever. I mean, it's just, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing that I think we've all built together. So thank you. Um, and I'm going to try to stop crying now. Never stop, Maria. I'll just all have of, some nitro us, brew. <laughs> <laughs> all of us are criers, so it's okay. Yep. And by the way, we figured out the solution to hemorrhoids. Yeah. What a How morning. Exciting. What a morning we've had already. <laughs> I can't I never wait. thought I'd be admitting to hemorrhoids on, on camera, but here we are. <laughs> and by the way, Preparation H really does work. Mm. She just has an extreme version right now that like we need a little bit more assistance with. But I am an expert now at Preparation H. They've got wipes. The cooling gel has always been my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the maximum strength, which every CVS was out of. Every oh, CVS wow. Kevin went to last night to get the maximum strength one, gone. They've got suppositories. Here's the free ad for preparation. <laughs> I know. Next <laughs> week we're going to be. <laughs> they have everything you need, guys. <laughs> but do not give somebody pain medication because it's just going to make things worse. Load them up. Oh, this is the other thing I learned um, from the home health nurses. Warm up the prune juice. You warm mm. up the prune juice and you add the Miralax in there. And that is um, a really good concoction. Yeah. And so um, my favorite thing to do with my mom is, uh, you know, I'll be like, mom, you got to drink this. You know, she's sleeping and um, I'm like, you got to drink this. And so she'll start drinking and I'm like, suck it down like the college days, mom. And and she'll (laughs) always say, Maria, I didn't go to college. I'm like, well, (laughs) pretend, pretend like you're in college doing a keg stand. And that's amazing. I'm always trying to make her laugh. But yesterday, um, when I was telling her about the surrogate and stuff, I go, mom, are you excited for grandchildren? And she goes, very excited. And Mm. I was like, okay, good mom. I know that's keeping her going. So anyhow, let's get to our interview. So Marianne DeMarco has been communicating with the other side since she was five years old. As a psychic medium, intuitive counselor, and spiritual teacher, clients from all over the world have sought her out for both personal guidance and as a means to connect with their departed loved one's souls. So even so, DeMarco's greatest gift, 
is her ability to teach others how to connect to the universe themselves and in a way that sets meaningful change in motion. This is what I am so excited about today because I've always wanted to help people understand how to how to um, interpret messages and and listen and trust, right? Like I had a message come to me in the middle of the night last weekend when I thought something wasn't being done properly. Um, and I trusted that instinct and I followed it and I was right. Um, but sometimes you can't tell whether what you're hearing is just your brain making it up, right? Like, am I making this up myself or is this a, is this a download I'm supposed to pay attention to? So uh, Marianne, thank you for being with us. And maybe you can um, start with that while I'm checking. Okay, good. Sorry, my caregiver texted me. I had to check. Okay. I love that. I love that you said, how do I know the difference? Because yeah. that's where people get so confused. Our minds are so loud. Mm-hmm. They're really loud. You know, they cause us to question flounder on decisions. What should we do? What shouldn't I do? Will this work? Will this won't? When, what I love what you said about receiving the download and just knowing it to be true, we all have mm-hmm. the ability to honor that inner knowing. And if you can get to that quiet space of your inner knowing, it could still feel forceful in nature, but it's still that deep inner knowing you will always be in tune with your intuition. You will always understand the clarity behind it and never question it. And I think where people get tripped up is they think, well, is that wooey? Is this really something I'm capable of doing? Yeah. Every single one of us is capable. It's a, it's a gift that's given to us to be able to connect to our inner selves and our knowing and being in touch with divine guidance that's being given to us. And that's your intuition. So, so for someone who's just starting out in this journey, right? Like I know I'm further along. I've always been very like intuitive from when I was young. I knew things I wasn't supposed to know, but I was always scared of it. Um, and so I've kind of, I've shut it off. I've kind of opened it back up. I've, I've gone through my cycles, but, um, I've learned to really trust it, um, on my own and kind of figure it out. But there are times when I'm confused too. There are times when I'm like, am I making this up in my head or is this real? So how do you coach someone who's a beginner to start? Like what are the building blocks to starting, you know, to trust your intuition and to understand that that is your intuition talking to you? The first, the first part of this is that you must believe. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's frizzy Maria. My mom would say in her Greek accent, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way. 
T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the way. T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. That you are capable of connecting. And that can sometimes feel like a blind faith, right? It's not really something we, it's not tangible. It's not something we can always see. So I always instruct people, start with that belief system that there is something greater than ourselves giving us guidance and that they work through our intuition and our frame of reference in order to do so. And if you can trust in that, just like you said, trusting, when you get to that point, you start to clear away the fog that comes along with our loud thoughts. And by practicing and staying within that space and within that knowing, the more you do it, the more it becomes natural. You reawaken that natural instinct within yourself. And then there is no question because just like smelling and seeing and hearing, you're able to feel instinctually what is best. And then you flow in that space. When you're first starting out, trying to listen to your intuition can really feel like a chase. We're chasing it. We're chasing our dreams. We're chasing our manifestations. That's where people get tripped up. That's the loud mind. If you sit within the flow of it, it should feel kind of calm, even though it might be chaotic, the decision-making, the intuition, what we're trying to hear, but the feeling of the connection should feel calm. You might not like the answer. Mm -hmm. You might not enjoy the flow (laughs) all that much, but as you're going along, you don't question the path that's being shown to you. That's the thing. The guidance. Mm -hmm. That's the thing right there. So I trust, and I've had to be in positions where you know, you're so vulnerable and you're in a crisis, like we've had so many health crisis crises in mm-hmm. our life, where mm-hmm. I have to kind of just surrender and say, show me and show me the way and show me who I need to ha- talk to, who's put them in my path. And so I watched people be put in my path in the very moment I needed them. Mm-hmm. And then I started to build off of that. I started to say, oh, okay, so maybe this is just how it's going to go. Maybe every time someone comes into my life, they're coming into my life for a reason specific to what I need in that moment. Um, and then you start to trust that. And for me, like I built off of that. Um, but you know, to, to trust the unfolding of things is, is something that is, is hard because you have to kind of be present to see it. You do. You have to be accepting. We all, we've all heard of asking for signs. What I loved in, in what you did there was you asked the right questions. Show me the guidance. Yeah. And you understood that that guidance, although we're kind of going to some sort of ethereal level, you're understanding that the guidance is tremendously worldly, yeah. that they're using our worldly resources to put in front of us so that we can say, oh, I was looking for that doctor. I was looking for that. I was looking Mm -hmm. for a recommendation of where to go to help myself or to find guidance. And so what you did was accepted that. Here's the thing. When you trust, you don't keep asking for the signs. Yeah. You put it out there and then you just start to receive the signs. I talk about this in my book. The, The believing part is one thing. The asking the right questions is the other. But the most important part is the acting on the signs that you've been shown, the guidance that you've been shown. is the most important part. And I think that that's where people start to question. If you are being shown a sign, take the breadcrumb. Yeah. And then move forward. If that's where our free will gets in the way and it can really mess up the spiritual practice of it all, Mm -hmm. we'll still get there. 
we'll learn some extra lessons along the way. Our guides will still get us there. We'll still pay attention and, and be part of that intuition as one. It's a, but it's a team effort. It takes two. It takes them and us. Yeah. They're saying, here you go. Now, fly. Yeah. And then the interpretation is really important. I feel like, like I mm. just had a moment where I remembered last September when my mom's tumor, we found out was starting to grow again. And it was like that 911 moment. And, um, I asked for a sign and I said, you know, send me like a white bird if she's going to be okay. Cause I was terrified. And that day I took my mom for a little walk and I was with a friend of mine and she's very intuitive and all of that. And we were walking around the yard and we have a pretty big front yard and my mom can't walk very much at that point. She had had, um, a treatment that had like paralyzed her. And then we kind of got her back on track. And so I said, why don't we go walk outside, like outside of the gate, whatever possessed us to go out there. Obviously I needed to go see this. So right when we got outside, we got to my neighbor's house and we see a beheaded white pigeon Mm. or white bird, like a big, Mm. you know, and I freaked out and I was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. And my mom goes, what? And I go, uh, uh, well, um, that was the sign that you were going to be okay, but it has no head. And the head was nowhere to be found, by the way, Mm. nowhere to be found. And my friend astutely said, well, what if that means that whatever she's got going on in her head is going to be gone? And I said, Oh my God, I'll take that. That's the interpretation I want. And that's the interpretation I took. And that was 16, 14, 15 months ago, whatever it was, 16 months Mm ago. And that's what I clung to. So I was like, okay. And I went online and I started looking up like all the different interpretations and stuff like that. (laughs) Um, But is is there a way that you can interpret things and create your own story with it that's powerful? We're incredibly powerful beings, incredibly powerful beings. Our thoughts are very powerful. The vibration that we put out is like a boomerang. And I don't know that the universe really recognizes negative or positive. We're able to kind of choose how we want to interpret. And so as I'm teaching people, I'm always telling them, go for the most positive of interpretations. The idea of the pigeon without the head is incredibly symbolic. The problem area is in the head. Mm -hmm. Let's take that away. And the fact that you stood in that moment and went for the more positive interpretation is key because then that's the vibration that you're putting out there. Mm. And I think as children, especially if you're very intuitive as a kid, I've, I've been this way my whole life. You could see some really scary stuff and interpret it differently because, you know, you're wide open. But as you work within this practice, you start to understand that the most positive of interpretations is what the universe wants you to receive. They're not trying to scare you. They want you to succeed in life. They want you to see the most positive of outcomes and you can interpret them that way. Mm. And why not flow in that space? What good does it do to sit in a negative moment and to be in a negative space for interpretation? We all have our moments. Yeah. All of us. But get out of it quick. Fear, doubt. Exactly. What you have though, are the tools to navigate through that. We can't go around it. Can't bypass it. But we do have the tools within ourselves, within our souls to navigate through that. It's incredibly empowering. Yeah. It's life changing when you hold on to it. Well, and when yeah. you really work in that space. Because you have to, and this is what I, I tell people as well. Like, you know, it's like I look at myself like a magnet. So I really, really try. I mean, 
just this last couple of days, I used the word nightmare once or twice, but I've really, I've held on and not said it for so long because <laughs> I was like, no, I don't want to attract it. But it was like, it was awful. And I was like, okay, really like this was the one or two times I'm going to use the word and then that's it. But every time I would type a response, I was very careful with the words that I used and I used challenging, tough, hard, you know, like things like that. So I wasn't, you know, um, I wasn't using words that were going to make things worse. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. and I think that that's an important part of, you know, these kind of journeys is like tempering and like disciplining your reaction and your mind to it because, um, you know, it, I think it all helps. It does. And surrendering, to it as well surrendering to those moments of challenging Mm -hmm. nightmare fearful allow yourself to be in that space because without that dark we cannot then embrace the light Mm. when you kind of reflect on that moment first of all we don't want to suppress it and i think a lot of us as spiritualists are taught you know keep it positive all times i think that's impossible it's 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 a hard effort to do what you want to do is if you find yourself in that routine of negativity work your way out mm-hmm. of that into a different space. The tremendous lesson that you can take out though, is that if you are reflecting on the negative part of things, well, the gratitude that you can then find in the light, the better outcome of all that is good that is going on around mm-hmm. you, it cancels that right out. Yeah. Well, it? and you, you have start to, to sometimes, look at it differently. you have to sometimes go through the dark, right? Absolutely. So, because you can't get to the light. Like we had a really, really, really rough weekend. Mm-hmm. But if that mm-hmm. didn't happen, we wouldn't be where we are now. It's mm-hmm. almost like the universe calls attention to things that you might not have seen and makes it really friggin' loud and really friggin' painful so that you're That's like, right. oh, got it. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. As a first time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. (laughs) Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. There wasn't enough attention here, or we need to adjust this, or this needs to be, it's, it's, it's your teacher. It's your, it is your guide. Yes. This is a tremendous school. We're here to learn. And not all of those lessons are going to be lovely. Yeah. Some of those lessons are going to disassemble your life. <clears throat> there, I've had lessons that have brought me to my knees. Yeah. And what I've relied on is learning how to understand that bigger belief, knowing that I have these guides and these angels and these loved ones on the other side that are picking me up and pulling me up and saying, move forward. It won't be easy, but you can do it. And when you work within that voice, that positive voice, 
It's that inner voice. That's that intuition. That's what they're using. It's not this loud. My world is coming to an end voice. Mm-hmm. It's keep, keep plugging. We're going to show you plug along, plug along. Yeah. It doesn't mean that it's easy. We're spiritualists. We're not saints, right? Yeah. We're human beings living on a, in a human world where there are lessons to learn, but embracing the bigger picture and understanding that there is a higher energy going on that is guiding us and helping us and that we're part of it and have the tools to access it. That's where I feel like people can grasp onto the biggest empowerment of their souls and can really transform their lives and understand that when they're down in the ditches. And a lot of us have been in these, especially within this past year, you really want to make sure that you're working in that space of elevation. How are you going to raise your vibration? The idea also being that it's not something out there. It's not something grand. It's the slightest of changes. How are you responding to something? Maybe you need to change how you respond. Maybe it's your perception of things. Slight change, your words, like you said, slightly changing your words. Mm -hmm. All of that changes the vibe. It can change the trajectory of your life in huge ways. Yeah. with the slightest bit of movement. <clears throat> I think um, another thing I was telling my husband this morning, you know, there were certain tools that I learned and grabbed onto and applied in this last four and a half year journey with my mom and everything I went through as well. Mm. And it was uh, Tony Robbins, you know, life is happening for you, not to you. Mm-hmm. And then this most recent one was just before this all happened with my mom and my dad with COVID um, it was good thing, bad thing, who knows? That's right. And it helped me at every turn. I, I pulled out that tool of the tool belt and I was like, mm, it applies. So even what we went through this weekend as, as challenging as it was, I was like, good thing, bad thing, who knows? Like mm-hmm. we wouldn't have known this and this, and we wouldn't have been able to do this and this, and maybe it would have become a bigger issue. Like, I really believe, like I said earlier, the universe will scream at you when you don't see something. And then that's your opportunity to say, okay, thank you. Got it. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. you're going to go through the moments. And like you said, you're going to honor it. Like, and I, I, without knowing it, you know, I, I was bursting. There was nothing else I could do. And I'm, I'm somebody who's pretty good at handling crisis now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I said this to Patty Penn, our, our Reiki uh, master friend. I said, Patty, I go, I feel like these things, um, they happen to me because I am a communicator and I can help other people with it. So I can handle it first of all. And I have, um, I have a, uh, a way to fix things. Right. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and then I can share it and help people. And so I know that's why I'm here. Um, and, and so, yeah, I'm going to have to carry some, some interesting burdens probably. And she's like, Maria, I, I've, I've come to the same conclusion myself. Um, you're here to serve. Yeah. And when you are here to serve, you're going to learn lessons. And I, what I tell my students is you teach what you have learned. Teach what you know. People mm-hmm. always ask me, well, I don't know what my service is. Your service is to give the gift of what you've learned. Share that lesson. Mm-hmm. Give that light that lives within you and trust that you're being guided. What I love about what you said, what I was hear- hearing you say is that you were, you're living in this, in the moment of the crisis. Mm-hmm. You're not projecting outcome. I always encourage if you're talking with your energy, if you're speaking with spirit, I try to stay away from yes or no questions and ask more for guidance in order to get to my end answer. 
because really shouldn't that be the lesson the journey within itself it's not mm -hmm. always yes and no doesn't always work yeah. but instead show me the breadcrumbs show me what i'm supposed to follow put the people in front of me yeah. and let me and allow me then to get to my answer because i'm going to trust you all along the way mm -hmm. and then as i'm doing that and especially if you're dealing with other people like your parents right now, you're sharing that information, you're giving of that light, you're showing them the trust and the strength within yourself that not only your guides and your loved ones are giving you, but that your soul is holding onto. Yeah. And that's a tremendous gift to give to people. Yeah. Especially now where it's a, it's a very <clears throat> call to service moment, isn't it? I'm finding that within my own practice. It's mm -hmm. a very guided call to service. People are really hungry and trying to understand how they can make sense of their own lives right now. Mm -hmm. And it becomes this repetitive, beautiful conversation of signs and lessons and learning and light. It's really yeah. wonderful. You know, one of the things that I've been doing, cause my dad is like a super, super sensitive creature mm. and, um, and he can't see anything in pain or anything suffering. He literally can't handle it. And so he's had to really grow in these last four and a mm -hmm. half years too with that in, in regards to that. But I know when he was seeing my mom, he was just distraught. And I, mm -hmm. and I, I said to him, I'm like, dad, we have to have faith and we have to believe like, I'm going to be coach Bill Belichick right now of the Patriots. I don't know if you're a football <laughs> fan, but I know he like, is. <laughs> we have to believe and we have to have yeah. faith. And sometimes that faith isn't in the outcome that you want. Okay. It's just faith that everything is going to unfold the way it's supposed to. And so I kept saying to him, I'm like, we have to have faith and we have to believe that she's going to get better. We can't just give up and everybody's going to do their job. Like the Patriots say, everyone do their job. The caregivers got to do their job. I got to do my job. You got to do your job. We all have to, the, the dog has to do his job. We all got to do our jobs. We have to believe. And then one of the mantras that I've been using in there, even for her to give her something to hold on to, I said, mom, I promise I've got you. And we're figuring it out. Everything that comes up, we're figuring it out. We're problem solving. I've got the best minds. Like we're all figuring it out. And and we're getting better and you're going to get better every minute of every day. I'm like, do you believe me, mom? We're going to get better every minute of every day. We're going to get better and better. And she was like, yes. And I was like, okay, good. I said, I'm sorry that you're in pain and we're figuring it out. And you're already better than you were yesterday, right? And she said, yes. So it's like marking their progress for them. Yes. So mm -hmm. that they have like little, and even, you know, in moments where, you know, she was kind of giving up, I was like, you've got grandchildren coming and they mm -hmm. need you. And I saw her kind of contemplate, can I hang on? Can I do this? I literally felt her energy shift in that moment to that. And then that was it. After You're that. channeling Maria. You're channeling those words to give to her. And that is the healer within yourself. Her angels, her guides are connecting with your angels, your guides, and they're tapping into your energy and they're saying to you, Maria, we're going to give you the words to serve. Really? And you're serving. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anytime I work on healings or um, even just in my own collective life, I'm a mom navigating now 20 year olds and I have to kind of counsel them through their own lives and whatever it is. And I'm a daughter and I ask, please give me the words to serve. Oh, wow. Because when you do that, you are working for the greater good of all concerned. There's no ego. There's no self agenda. There's just light 
and healing and love and you're trusting that the words that are coming through you are to serve who you're giving them to. Yeah. And it's really a beautiful connection to make and keep within that flow when you're talking to your mom and when you're talking to your dad as mm -hmm. well, because collective positive energy like that is incredibly powerful and the universe responds to that. We've heard a collective prayer and the miracles that can come along with that. Yeah. And that happens. That happens all the time. Yeah. To keep it into that positivity is vital mm -hmm. to our own survival emotionally, most importantly. So you keep within that flow and keep asking them, give me the words to serve. Give me the words to serve when you don't know what to say. It's one of my favorite things to say. I say it before all of my readings. I say it before all of my clients. It's, I said it before this interview because we're sharing what the universe wants us to share. And there is a bigger picture. Mm -hmm. And it is all about collective light and being kind and loving one another and seeing each other in, in beautiful light, no matter who you are. And so that infinity, beautiful infinity symbol of energy has to continue on. And we can do that on a grand scale, or we can do that right in our own personal lives with the people that we love most. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, it's, uh, it's interesting, you know, when this first happened, I had an instinct cause I was like, I felt so alone and I was like, I need help. And so I, I tweeted out, I need prayers for my family right now. Mm -hmm. And I knew that all that energy was going to be helpful. Like I think of it as like this big, like wave, like tsunami mm -hmm. wave of like love mm -hmm. and prayers. And so I knew that would help. And then our heel squad here with better together. I mean, people were doing prayer circles and I know that it works. I know. Um, and I've seen it work. I mean, my mom, you know, um, has had, you know, different turnarounds in different moments. And we had a, a Reiki healing the other day. We're going to have another one today. I mean, Patty pulled in the gate. That was when she started talking. It mm -hmm. was crazy. Um, Energy is amazing. And if you could pay attention to all of the senses, what are you seeing? Are we bringing in beautiful golden light and collective light to go along with what it is that you are feeling? Mm -hmm. Get very visual. What are you hearing? Again, we talk about the words that might go along with that feeling and that light and allow yourself to say them out loud. Mm -hmm. Say them to yourself, say them in prayer, meditation, whatever your modality is for you. Yeah. Maybe you turn to music and allow that to be a collective feeling yeah. of light and love. I love the visual of, especially with healings, and I've been doing this healing uh, you know, putting light beings all around the world and just asking for collective light to go into every continent, every country, every person like within our space that we heal and that we move forward and that we grow for the greater good. Mm -hmm. And you so, like I said, you could do that on a grand scale or you can do it very finite within your own <clears throat> people, your own family. Yeah. So when you're, when you're with your mom, envision her in beautiful white light, envision it going into her brain and then throughout her whole entire body mm -hmm. because it's real. Yeah, that, that is that is real. That's what I was doing. So so I had visuals because I was FaceTiming with both of them and with my mom in, in the critical moments. I was just on 24 hours with her and I'd sleep with her mm -hmm. next to me. And every time the nurses would come in, I would wake up and talk to them. And um, and um, I would I had a visual of her, what she looked like in her hospital and then a visual of my dad and what he looked like in his hospital. And I would like use my hands because sometimes I was too tired. So I kind of needed like physicality and I would push white light all around them and over their body. And then I would envision I, the way I do kind of healing is I envision green check marks 
-hmm. And then if I find a red X, I have to keep working on it till I get it to go green. And so it's like a weird (laughs) process that like I've just done. And so like, I'll go through their whole bodies and then I would do that with him. And then I would do it with my housekeeper who's like my mom and she's been with us forever and she got it as well. And so I would like be working on all of them. Mm -hmm. And, and I think like, one of the things I'd love for you to help share with people is empowering them to feel like they can do that, whether Mm. they know what they're doing or not, because I've just done this on my own. No one's trained me to do anything. And I know that I, I can feel things like I had an uncle who ended up with cancer and I had someone working on him and in the room, I was kind of scanning his body and I found different red spots. And I, Mm -hmm. I asked my cousin, I said, I know this sounds really crazy, but I'm going to say it anyway. I don't care. Like, here's what I saw. And he goes, yeah, that's where the cancer spots are. And I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, shit. Like, that knocked my socks (laughs) off. Yeah. But I know that we all have that capability. We just are scared or we're not, you know, trusting of ourselves. How do you help somebody feel empowered to do what I was doing with my parents, like putting white light over them? And how do you teach them to do that? The idea of having healing energy within ourselves is ancient. I mean, it's, we, we, we absolutely have the power to not only heal ourselves, but to heal others. It goes back eons. However, what you want to do is have a bit of a practice in how you do that. And the reason why is because we can drain our own energy mm. when putting it out into others. So we have to be, we have to be careful in that we have a practice that's going along with it. When you're, I love that you scan. I like to scan as well. And what you want to do is you can simply put white light Even if you don't know the area of concern, if you are sitting and you are putting white light into somebody's body and asking for healing energy to be around them, the white light will go in. And you could do that remotely. So even if you are Mm -hmm. not next to them, you can envision them in their full body in white light. If you know where there are areas of concern, what I like to do is ask which color I should be putting in there because we we balance chakras. And so sometimes we manifest within our own chakra space, something can go on physically there. So I like to play around with colors. I love using Archangel Raphael as well, because Raphael is the healing angel. So we might as well bring out the big guns mm-hmm. when we're asking somebody. Yeah, we have bring Saint, them on in. Yeah, we have St. Nectario. So I also, yeah. I envision like, you know, light from, from God coming through them. And then I take like Jesus's hand and St. Nectarios's hands and put them over their heads through mine and I, I like this whole yeah, process without yeah. the big guns why not yeah allow the energy to flow right through your hands and you can sit in the space I mean I've been doing healings all remotely now right because I haven't been able to see anybody and it's the same thing I'm collectively putting energy into your body all the while asking for protection as well so we always want to be a bystander in the healing because we don't want to ingest any mm. energy and so it's always an output remember always to have an output how right? do you Which protect you do yourself because I know um, that's a hard thing. Like I've, I've been able to put myself in my mom's body and see Mm. her hands as my hands to give her strength. And like, if I do it and I, and I use my hands to give her strength and like her left hand and I motion Mm -hmm. my leg, like it's her leg and see her leg in mine, she'll wake up the next day and have strength. It's crazy. Yep. And, but do you feel drained? I haven't felt drained after. Good. I mean, I feel drained now in general because I haven't, you know, I've gone through it. But but I do think it is important because, you know, when we went through the brain tumor journey, 
And whether this had anything to do with it or not, I said, I'm like, God, I wish you gave it to me. I could have handled it better. And then I ended up with one. <laughs> right, right, right. The words, right? All yep. of it is the energy. Mm-hmm. But you, you went through, again, to teach and to show. Yeah. Always protect yourself. I put myself in white light and I ask my guides to protect me okay. while I'm doing healing. As simple as that. that. And remember... I'm not very wooey about it all. It's it's pretty much like a regular conversation like I'm having with you. I look at my guides. I'm like, dudes, put the white light around me. I'm going to go in. I'm yeah. going to try and heal. I ask the their guides to come in and help me. So show me where I need to go, which is really what you're doing. And it's quite beautiful. Um, you can, and then you can put boundaries on it. If you're a person who doesn't want to diagnose, don't diagnose, you know, just go yeah. in and, and add energy and, and give it where it may be, whether you're doing it emotionally, mentally, spiritually, whatever the healing is for, because there's many different types of healings that you could be doing. Yeah. Um, but I always suggest that you ground and protect yourself, maybe sage, yeah. sage out, you know, clean yourself <clears> out <throat> and do that. Uh, and that's it. And then just give that love. Yeah. What about talking to angels? So one of the things that I've been taught in this ne- this last journey with COVID was to talk to my angels. And mm-hmm. so the first time I, this is again, this is all super, it sounds so fruity and crazy guys. So don't think that this is like <laughs> still yet normal for me, even though I'm open, but someone said, you got to talk to your angels. And I was like, okay. So I remember being in Connecticut and I remember talking to my angels. I was like, Hey angels, are you guys there? And I heard them giggle. Mm-hmm. swear to God, they literally giggled at me. And I was like, oh my God, this is bananas. And that's what I'm saying about like, I don't know if it's me or if it's real. But then I was mm-hmm. like, I know I think it's real. Like, I ha- like, it's almost like I see visuals of people and and I, I, I see certain specific faces and then I just feel different energy. And so I've been using them. And I, there was like a couple nights where I kind of felt like they were tired and I was like, guys, I'm sorry, you're tired. I need more. I need miracles. Because Patty was yeah. like, you need to demand miracles. And I was like, oh, I think it's kind of the same thing in your real life. You know, she told me, she's like, you are afraid to be called a diva. You're afraid to ask for what you need. And I go, well, yeah, I've been pretty much conditioned not to ask for what I need. Um, but uh, she's like, you need to demand miracles. So I was like, guys, I need miracles. I Try. need miracles now. I need all of these things to get better now. And and they were like, they were tired. I go, I know you're tired. I'm sorry. <laughs> then you asked to give you somebody else who's not. Really? Show me my guides. Oh, sure. So if you're weird, then I'm completely certifiable. <laughs> And they're going to put me away. I'm going to speak to the dead people. So I don't, you know, this is just my life. This is how I was raised. It's all pretty normal to me. And what I've spent the last few years doing is trying to demystify the fact that psychic abilities or mediumship abilities are something that is wooey or out there or wrong. Okay. So it's very normal to be able to sit and speak with your guides and your loved ones and your angels on the other side. They are there for you. They're supposed to be there for you. And trusting, and I hear that all the time. How do I know if it's me or them? How do I know? Don't question if it is a positive nudging, if it has a positive voice behind it, it's them. It's just our loud minds that are getting in the way. And I love the idea that they giggled. It makes me laugh because mine will be like, what? We just, you know, what is it? And so I speak to them just like I speak to you. I don't try. and, And this is just how I, this is my style. But what I tell people is be you. Be you when you're talking to your guides and your angels and your loved ones on the other side. Just be yourself because 
that's who they know best. Mm -hmm. So we don't have to always go into a deep meditation of, we don't always have to go to some ethereal place in our language, right? It doesn't have to be like that. Just bring it to a down to earth space that feels best for you in whatever way. So if I'm walking, which is one of my favorite ways to raise my vibration, and I'm having a conversation with my guides, it's pretty much how I'm talking to you. I'm like, is, you know, what am I going to do here? Should I be guided there? And I just receive the answer and I trust it. Is just it internal, internal conversation or external? It's an, it, it, I, sometimes it's both depending yeah. on my day and mood, but yeah. you know, sometimes I'm like, what, you know, because the chatter can be loud and they want me to get in touch with them and it's fine, but it is very normal thing. And I, what I tell people is if you sit in prayer, you are having a conversation with a higher level being. Good point. Right. I mean, you're sitting in prayer. You're asking God, please help me. Please guide me. Yep. The difference is, is that you're just trusting in that you're receiving an answer. And it's maybe more than just God. It's angels. And mm. it's your loved ones coming over and saying to you, well, we're here to help too. And who are they said by but God? So here's so, my confusion though. So- my confusion is, am I supposed to ask God for stuff? Like, what, who do you ask what for? Like the hierarchy here, right? Like, what can the angels really do? Because now are we, are we venerating like angels? Like, are we, you know, like, how am I asking angels for miracles when God is the one that does the miracles? Is, is the angel's job to go chat with God for me? Or like, am I supposed to ask both? So now I'm asking everybody. I'm like, I ask God, I ask St. Nectarios, I ask the Virgin Mary, I ask all my angels. I'm like, guys, let's all get together. We got a team meeting. Here's what we need. And that's what I do now. That's what you should be doing. Okay. <laughs> do whatever feels comfortable to you. So if saints are your jam, go to the saints. If you feel more comfortable talking to angels, go to angels. If God is your person, go to God. It doesn't matter. Well, you know, you're, in life, you it does matter, right? Hierarchy matters. So I've pissed people off at the top or at the bottom because I've gone to the top. So I don't want to piss God off. <laughs> there'll, be, there'll be no pissing off of God. You know, <laughs> if you think about yourself being like the CEO of your spirituality, mm -hmm. right? So I'll call like a board meeting of guides, you know, and I'll say, okay, Things are, projects are coming my way or things are coming away or I have things going on in life. And remember, you have many different guides that change throughout your lifetime. Really? We have, yes, we have, oh, we can talk for hours. We have angels that kind of come in and out of our lives. They're all symbolic. They all have meaning. Each and every one of them. You are never alone. Anyone who feels like they are alone or lonely, Ooh, that just got you me are never alone. You always have something to lean on, a greater energy to lean on. You're never by yourself, even when you think you're the ringleader, even when you think no one's helping me and I have to do this all on my own. There is someone there with a beautiful lit hand holding your back saying, I've got you, I've got you, I've got you, I've got you. Anybody in any belief system that is good can lean into that space, however they feel comfortable. Don't labelize. Don't label it. I tell people, don't label it, do what feels good. And that's why I said, play into your personality. Take the best of what you've learned through religion or, or spiritual uh, teachings, whatever resonates with you and come up with your own belief system and allow it to be yours. Because if it's true and it's authentic to yourself, the universe and God responds to that. And they're like, that's how you do it. Wow, That's the way to go. I think something you just said was really cool because I feel like I talked to them in kind of just health stuff. Mm -hmm. But 
you forget that you can talk to them about life stuff and career stuff and relationship oh, yeah. stuff and mm-hmm. all of that. Like, I feel like it's more just like in health crisis, you go to God and you need help. Um, sure. I mean, it's one of the most important reasons <clears throat> why, but you can ask, you can ask about anything. You can have a dialogue about anything in your life um, from, from career to love and relationships. Yes. To your health uh, to, and it might not even be a crisis thing. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm, I'm climbing the corporate ladder. Where, where is this all taking me and how can it, how can I serve others while I'm doing it? So you can really talk about your service in many different ways. You can take it to so many different places and it's full access. Anybody can do it mm-hmm. at any time that you choose about any subject you want. Trusting, however, when you put out that information, when you put out that manifestation, you leave it out in the universe. And here's the biggest challenge with all of that. All of this boils down to timing. Yeah. And people get really tripped up in the timing. And that's, I've had to learn that the last couple of years. That's been quite a lesson. Tell me. Not, uh, well, you know, it's like projects that don't work out. Um, you know, where I thought I would be in a few years and where I actually am. Uh, you know, uh, disappointment, expectations, is all around timing. And what I have learned is that the universe knows the perfect timing for us. Mm-hmm. And when we surrender to that timing, I am not chasing anything anymore. Doesn't mean I'm not ambitious. Doesn't mean I'm not tenacious. Doesn't mean I don't want to succeed and do well in all aspects of my life. Yeah. But what it does mean is that I trust that I will get to the place where exactly where I am meant to be and that guidance will take me there. Yeah. That's all I need to know. Wow. That's it. Yeah, timing's timing's a tough one because we're a now society. Mm-hmm. I need it now. I want it now. I get the quick response now. Yep. And we measure our success off of that. Totally. So we, yeah, we can really layer in disappointment then, and and maybe imposter syndrome and everything that we've been listening to and hearing. But if you let go of all of that, you're in a you're in a perfect space. Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, I feel the same way where you're always like. Come on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm ready. Now I say, all right, I trust you. Even when projects don't happen or things don't happen in your life, you have to say thank you. You give gratitude when they don't happen because it means that that energy, spirit, God is clearing space for something greater and bigger or more perfect time. Marion, can so I I'm always you? honoring those moments. Yes. Okay. So I know we've talked about, and you talk a lot about how consistency is key. So yes. for someone who's like kind of just starting out on this journey, right? They're like, okay, this all sounds awesome, but what do I do? Where do I start? How do I go about this? What mm-hmm. would you say to them? I probably would work on consistent vibration, raising your vibration consistently. So doing things that are cathartic practices are really great because there's something in that that feels authentic to you and they're not that hard to do so if it's taking a walk listening to music maybe it's doing conscious breath work uh, positive mantras every day expressing gratitude these are things that we can all do and they don't take a lot of time so i highly recommend that as long as it's consistent once a week or once a month that you're catering to your spiritual practice in some way that you will find that spirit will reveal itself your intuition will reveal itself and you start to hear your own, your own intuition with far more clarity. And the other thing is really just trusting in the fact that you're worthy of receiving the information. So every single day, you should probably tell yourself, I'm worthy. I am worthy of this. It is not something so great that I can't be a part of it. It's something that lives within me. It's a mm-hmm. gift that we were all given. We were just, we're, we just forgot about it, quite honestly. Yeah. And so now 
as you reawaken to that, you just keep saying, I am worthy. I am worthy to receive information for the greater good of all concern and to help guidance in my life. See, that was like the aha moment yesterday when I was like poking Kevin. I'm like, the CBD, oh my God, that's going to help her. <gasps> you know, you have to trust those moments when something mm-hmm. comes to you, when the light bulb clicks. That's to me, the universe talking to you. That's like, Absolutely. that's that's what that is. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, it's being planted in there and like there were steps that took you there. And, um, I see our kind of chat as popping off. Is there anything that anybody in the chat wants to know? Well, Michael actually had a great question. (laughs) He wants to know if your angels are watching you all the time because he said if that's the case he's a little worried <laughs> <laughs> i've thought about that too by the way i'm like you're like uh, this well, might not be the moment i will I want tell you one of the first times i heard energy like a loved one someone's loved one on the other side i was in the shower i thought that was really rude i'm like you know i'm in the shower i don't really understand why you're talking oh to me right at this moment <laughs> oh my god um, dead. but they needed to get my attention i guess the no i mean look they see our lives in vignettes uh, angels, especially if you're calling upon them, there's, you know, there's a call to order, you know, there's, they're not watching our every single move all the time. And if they are, I can guarantee you they're not judging it, Michael. So do not worry about judgment. The, the most judgment is right here on this plane. Um, and they've lived their lives, uh, your loved ones on the other side, your, the angels understand what human life is like, and they understand that you're having your own experience. So there's no judgment. Let them see what it is you're doing. That's all right. I love that. <laughs> I have one more question. I'm like, oh my gosh, I want you two to talk for forever. So I feel like I, when I talk, talk to my higher people, right? I always kind of go to my grandma and I don't know why, like she's just my person. I don't even like, yes, God, but for some reason it's always her for me. Like, is, mm-hmm. I know you talked about you kind of get your own, build your own team, but is that okay? You know, can you like talk to whoever you want if you feel like it really just is authentic? Oh, I wouldn't have a job if it wasn't okay. Yeah. Absolutely talk to your loved ones. I'm in tune with my loved ones all the time. Kelsey, I'll give you something really good to do. Ooh, yes. Um, Spirit uses our frame of reference, Mm -hmm. right? So every time we're making a connection, you are, they are using your frame of reference to get a message across. If you've had a really vivid dream with a loved one in it, you know, we call that a visit. They're using your frame of reference to try and get your attention. So it can feel very lucid. Part of that is your imagination a huge part of your imagination. You've heard psychics talk about, oh, I get signs and symbols and here's how I translate that. What you could do is picture yourself and your grandmother in a space where it feels really beautiful that you grew up in. Maybe it's your family home that you grew up in around with her or create a space that felt very familiar and allow your imagination to really create a vivid picture of what that is. And then you're going to invite your grandmother to sit down and speak with you. And trust the information and that the conversation that you are hearing is real. I call that meeting hours in heaven and I love it. Oh. And it's a beautiful way to connect with your loved ones on the other side. It's nothing like it. Wow. I do that I in my workshops chills. and people really get emotional about it. Wow. And so I will go there. I'll go to like my great grandmother's house and I, I can still, I can feel the plastic on the couches, Wow, <laughs> my Italian house. Right. Yep, and same. I can smell <laughs> what the house uh, smelled like. I can, I can see the mist from the cigar smoke that my uncle was smoking. And I go in there and I have a moment with my loved ones on the other side. And if you're not good visually, write it out. I know some people have a hard time kind of conjuring up images. You can always write it out. You can ask them anything you want, or you could just sit there and hug them, stare at them, 
But what you're doing is you are opening yourself up to receiving more messages and to really not questioning them. It's a great way to start off that you can acknowledge, oh, that definitely was not me. That was, that was real. That felt very real to me. And embrace that, surrender to that feeling because it's true. And so, yeah, you can, you can go in and visit anytime you like and certainly absolutely talk to them. Wow. Oof, so I love interesting. that. You have to let me know how that works. Out oh, I so will. Yeah. You know, I, it just reminded me of like this moment because I was thinking about my dog and sometimes I'll, I'll like conjure up visions of them and hug them and, you know, tell mm. them I miss them and stuff. But there was this one time my dog um, was talking to me and it was in the middle of the night and he wanted to go to the bathroom and he walked all the way out to my front gate and sat there mm. and he's never done mm. that before. And I'm like, what is he trying to say to me? Something's happening here. And this mm-hmm. is part of, and I'm sharing this story, to, another story to show you guys like how to trust yourselves. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, something's wrong. And he's telling me something's wrong. And so now you have to kind of like jet through your brain and say, what could it be? What could it be? What could it be? And I said, I bet it's my dad. Mm. And so, you know, my whole life, my intuition had to, had to be strong to keep my dad alive because he would fall into low blood sugar comas. Mm-hmm. And now I'm 3,000 miles away and my dog is doing this. And so I called incessantly and my mom found him sopping wet in bed mm. um, and his blood sugar had dropped. And the second I called, the dog walked back to me and he was That's like, right. okay, he had done his job. So it's like, I think I share that again. It's just another example of when something's not right and there's an unusual behavior in a human and an animal or whatever it is, you got to listen and say, okay, what could this be? What could this be saying to me? Because you're getting messages all the time. You just are either so crazy in your gerbil wheel of life that you're not hearing Mm -hmm. it. And that's when God starts to throw huge bricks at you to get you to listen. Or you can kind of just sit with it and say, what could this mean? And, um, I don't know why that just popped into my head, but I figured I had to share it because if it was popping into my head, I had to share. That's right. Because I was just about to say to you too, you always, always say what it is that you see, hear, or feel, even if you think it's crazy, even Mm -hmm. if you think it's crazy, because spirit is giving you the prompt. So what you paid attention to was the prompt. First, they got to your dog to get your attention. Yep. And then they got to you by saying your dad. Yeah. And you thought. I should call my something's up with my dad. Yeah. Right. So the prompt becomes the thought, the intuition based thought. So now you're paying attention to it and you acted on it most importantly. Yeah. And I'll hear the craziest things throughout my day, of course. Right. Cause I'm tuning into people's so loved people. ones all the time. And it's tremendous validation though. If I'm talking to somebody and I'm giving them something that makes zero sense to me, but I say it, I had recently, I had um, not that long ago. I had, I kept hearing, Tell my friend that you don't like butter pecan ice cream. Just tell her. Tell her you don't like butter pecan ice cream. All day I was hearing and hearing it. (laughs) Finally, I felt like, all right, I will tell her that I don't like butter pecan ice cream. And I don't even know why. And no haters on the butter pecan. It's just not my fave. So I grabbed my phone and I said, Mary, I don't like butter pecan ice cream. She said, are you messing with me? And I said, no. She says, I just now asked my son to go get me butter pecan ice cream just at this moment. And I said, well, I must have a message for you. And sure enough, her father who had passed um, had tons of messages for her mom about you know, medications and things that needed to be changed. And, and so I wound up getting down. Now I'm a medium and I'm a psychic, so I do this all the time. 
but you and everyone can do that for themselves mm -hmm. at any given time. If you feel a prompt, we've all done it. Oh, I was just thinking about this person yep. and now they text me. Yeah. Right. I was just singing the song on the radio and now it's on. That is always a reminder that you are connected to energy, that you are in one, you are working in tandem with them and that they are ready to give you a prompt. They are ready to tell you, give you a course of action if need be as well. Take it, embrace it. I love you it. You never know when you hear about a pecan ice cream. You have to I, make a phone call on it. <laughs> I know. I love it. Marianne, this is amazing. And what a perfect day to have this conversation. And I think it's going to help so many people um, who are needing to learn how to trust their gut and their intuition and kind of more like substantial steps. That's the hardest is like really kind mm -hmm. of honing it down for people who are just starting out. And then even for people who are longer, you know, more ahead in their journey. So I'm really grateful um, that you came on. And, and I think this was just amazing. Oh, I am. I, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I love your light. I always have been tremendous light to you and your family and healing and ask thank everybody you. who's listening to please do that. And thank you. One of my favorite things to do is teach. Uh, that's what I do. I love waking people up to their gifts and for you to be able to have me here today in order to share that is a true gift for me. So I'm so grateful. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Well, we'll have you back. I, I know we could Hope probably so. talk for 20 more hours. Um, <laughs> so we will definitely have more conversations and maybe we could do a great um, Patreon episode with our, um, our heel squad. Heck, I think that'd be yes. amazing. So yeah. um, thank, thank you. you. And if you guys want more information on Marianne's classes, her sessions, her book can also be found at MarianneDemarco.com. We're going to put a link to that in the summary of this episode. Um, so thank you so much. Have a great thank day. You. Bye, guys. Thank Thanks. you. Oh, man, that was amazing. That was awesome. I That is the best episodes of our show, Maria, are just when you are locked in great conversation with your guests. There's and Jeff. that was just, I love that. Thank Oof. you. Did you guys love how my hair just became one big bush <laughs> as the show just? I love it. It just got bigger it, and bigger and bigger as it got dried. <laughs> this is like, this is the week of Maria can't care about her appearance. So when you look at me, you're like, damn, Maria, Maria's, you know, gone down the tube. She's letting herself go. For this week. I like it. You're For like a little week. lioness with your mane Freaking lioness. By the way, my hair is so thick. You know what's crazy is this side, Dimitri said, is still so thin after surgery. Oh, I believe that. Not bananas. Anyway. I um, have to say, though, you know when you think about... I usually, when I finish finish an episode for new people who I want to send the show to, I'm like, oh, what am I going to send them? This episode, mm -hmm. I'm literally going to send to everyone Everybody. and their mom. Like, yeah. everyone. Yeah. Heel Squad deploy squad up yes. share this squad to everybody up. because this i mean gosh we i love what we do and we we really do get to learn so much here every single day um i think there could be nothing more powerful than what we just learned right now um mm -hmm. because we are in charge of our own destiny in a sense right like we have a lot of power in it and um, to really know how to access it and how to use it and how to do it. Like, Jeff, um, I don't think you've probably ever had a conversation with your angels. Maybe you'll have one now. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm glad you brought it up, Maria. I What I loved about her, believe it or not, I, you know, I'm a spiritual person, but it's a more, quote, traditional spirituality. Mm -hmm. But 
I agree with what a lot of what she was saying today about being open and believing in a higher force and someone greater than than ourselves. And I do talk to God, you know, I uh, a lot of traditional Christians might look at the idea of prayer as being a one way thing. But I believe God talks back to us. And I was really close to my mom's dad, who we lost five years ago. And I feel like lately I've been feeling and seeing him, too. So um, what I love about Marianne is she really creates an accessible form mm-hmm. of spirituality for newbies like me. You know, I there's so many amazing voices we bring on this show, but sometimes I feel like I'm not quite evolved enough to understand the really high level conversations that you're having with certain guests on this show. And I think Marianne's great, like Kelsey said, for that sort of 101. If you're mm-hmm. new to this, she really, I think, can speak to you. So I'm so grateful we brought her on. And I want to shout out Jasper. Yes, who thank is, you, Jasper. Uh, we feature Jasper on the show. She is the connection for Marianne as well. She also brought on Jay Ray, Grace Harry, mm-hmm. Sada Simone. So uh, she's like five for five right now. She's tapped into some amazing people. That's right. Yes. Um, but yeah, I think one of the things I love that she said was, um, we're talking to God. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So um, I know that everything I talked about has helped me in this last couple of weeks this last journey mm-hmm. so i hope it helps you guys if you haven't become a patreon member we of course have ad free shows we have extra shows but we do have incredible workshops with people like marianne who i'm sure you guys are going to be chatting with after this to see if we can do one with our our patreon community um if you haven't subscribed on youtube please do you will get little no- notifications so you never miss an amazing episode and follow us on Instagram on at Better Together with Maria. Kelsey gets very excited yes. as new followers come in. She's like shouting it out and, and super excited. And listen, we are um, in your own words because you guys are sharing these incredible reviews at Apple Podcasts. So please continue to do so. It's our Christmas gift from you guys. We're trying to get to a thousand. So if you can help us get to a thousand before the end of the year, we'd be so grateful. Um, but we are a place where... Um, we're here to help you raise your vibration as we're raising our vibration and we're here to help you in your healing journey in life. And, um, as I always say, we're re-raising ourselves here. So any of the things that, you know, we want to reprogram or fix, that's what we're doing here. Um, we're acquiring tools to live healthier, happier, more fulfilled lives. And, um, and so, and we really love the, the the family that we're building it's it's real and it's awesome and i love you guys all of you um so we're better together can i just give a shout out to michael thank you michael Mm -hmm. he's up in the chat saying i'm killing it on the gram thank you you're Ah, the best (laughs) i love it you know what we haven't um read a review in a second so let me go into a review and pull it up yes the one you posted the other night was beautiful um and while you're pulling that up maria you mentioned a patreon we will get in touch with marianne for a patreon we in particular had a lot of questions today mm-hmm. so if you're listening to this episode right now and you think man i have specific questions for marianne now is the time to join our patreon because i think with her we can really do a q and a got it i don't know which ones now i don't know which ones you have read um uh, the newest one on there has not been read yet the daily dose of pure light yes okay new one. cool so here we go this is from jess rink uh, a daily dose of pure light. She gives five stars. Thanks. I don't know why we have 4.5. I really think we deserve a five. But I know. That's you okay. guys. 
Um, okay, so <laughs> I'm a podcast consumer. I have several on my daily rotation. But if someone told me tomorrow I could only listen to one ever again, this would be it. I've been listening to Maria and crew for more than a year now, and the content they put out every day has changed my mindset and my life for the better and shifted my perspective on so many things. The experts and healers that they bring on the show are uplifting and paradigm shifting on their own. But Maria, Kelsey, and Jeff are who make it feel special. They are a breath of fresh air and a true source of light amongst all the noise in the world. They will make you feel like family. Hashtags Heal Squad for Life. guys i already cried when i read it the first 15 times um just thank you for that beautiful review um it's you know it means everything to us it really does also so well written you guys are smart we like i think we have like the cream of the crop like i'm so honored to be putting it on a show for you guys i agree cool i know and it's just so cute i mean i love watching the chat and everyone everyone's shouting out one another they're chatting amongst themselves it's just like it's what we wanted. We created a group of people yep. who are helping one another, loving one another. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's so special. So here is the mission, guys. Right now we're here. We want to go here. Mm-hmm. We want to make this massive heel squad, right? It's like, it's, it's so needed right now. And we don't have the resources that others may have to to reach more people. So we're asking you for help. Share it with your friends. Share it on social media. Help us get this message out so that we can bring more people into our heel squad and help them and have them help us because we're all helping each other. And so um, thank you guys as always. Tomorrow we are going to be chatting with fashion designer turned happiness thought leader, Dana Max Pomerantz, who's going to offer practical strategies to discover plan B when plan A isn't working. In the meantime, you can follow us at Better Together with Maria, at Marianne the Medium, at Jeffrey Crane Graham, at Kelsmeyer2. And remember, be nice people, make good choices, and be present. Hey, Hill Squad, we have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much, and we love doing this thing called life with you.